Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is when it starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We continue our study in Romans 12, Therefore, man ruined his life with sin. God's remedy is Jesus Christ. Therefore, how can I show my thankfulness to God every single day? Now, we're right in the middle of verses 4 and 5, and we're, we're asking the question, how? And we're on number 10. Number 10 is love one another. The tenth way that we can show our wonderful Lord how much we love him. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same role or office, so we being many are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another. So what is my responsibility to other members of the body of Christ? When Paul wrote that every one of us were members one of another, he was not just filling space in his letter with words. These words have a purpose that we cannot overlook or ignore. Being members one of another has a concept of all belonging to each other. Each part is concerned for the other parts. No part is superior or inferior. I understand uh, author Donald Barnhouse's statement on this thought. Uh, I minimize our differences in secondary matters and magnify the oneness that is ours because we have been taken out of the same pit, established on the same rock, and given the same song to sing. I love that. Now, we do need to keep in mind the concept of biblical separation from those who are purposely, or maybe even without malice, violating scriptural principles for unity's sake, or for numbers' sake, for acceptance' sake, or for Pete's sake, and I really don't know who Pete is. The ultimate is God's glory and not unity. Even the Lord said that a commitment to him will cause division in families. I need to be fully persuaded in my mind that what I commit to is of God and worth causing division. There will always be division between believers and unbelievers. But what about believing brothers? If I take a stand against a believing brother on a particular issue, I better be bottom line, Bible sure on that issue. If I cannot be Bible sure, but sense its importance for my own practical holiness, I will live by the principle in my own life and ministry, but do not have to insist that everyone has to agree with me. I can, I, I can even separate without making a public announcement of my decision. Now, God uses the phrase one another in many ways with varied applications. By studying the one another's in Scripture, we can understand how Jesus Christ wants us to treat each other. John 13, 34, new commandment I give unto you that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love one to another. Romans 12.10, that we'll see in a couple days, be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love in honor, preferring one another. Romans 15.7, wherefore receive ye one another, as Christ also received us unto the glory of God. Romans 15.14, and I myself also am persuaded of you, my brethren, that you are also full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, able also to, get this, admonish one another. Galatians 5 tells us to serve one another. Ephesians 4, forbearing one another in love. Ephesians 4.32, be kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Colossians 3.13 tells us forbearing one another and forgiving one another. 1 Thessalonians 4.18, wherefore, comfort one another with these words. 1 Thessalonians 5.11, edify one another. And then 1 John 3.11, for this is a message that you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. You know, we trust that Christ would be pleased with the way we love, 
prefer, receive, admonish, serve, forbear, forgive, comfort, and edify both our agreeing and disagreeing brothers in Christ. We have to be careful that we do not take lightly the unity of the body of Christ. Unity is not something to be ignored. I think too many popular game tables have wormed their way into our thinking and affected our desire for biblical unity today. For instance, take uh, the game Monopoly. We have a monopoly on our opinions. No one else's opinions are right but ours. We are right and all others are wrong. Or the game Trouble. If you are moving, I'll do what I can to stop you. I will win and you will lose. How about Trivial Pursuit? Spending time trying to answer foolish questions that will not make us any smarter or any godlier is a trivial pursuit par excellence. How about mousetrap, kaboom, or Jenga? Some things you simply don't touch. If you push or pull the wrong thing, watch out for an explosion. You know, since there are so many members, who's in charge? Paul does not explain the headship of Christ in Romans 12, but it is necessary to remind ourselves that Christ is the head of the body and should be in control of each and every member, that no member should strive to have preeminence over any other member, and that if each member of the body is motivated by love, the body of Christ will mature and grow into a healthy, loving body. Speaking the truth in love, we may grow up into him in all things which is the head, even Christ from whom the whole body, fitly joined together and compacted by that which this joint supplieth, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, making increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. These things I command you, that you love one another. That's John 15, 17. I know our time's up, but I hope you understand that this one another, this unity that we strive for, is pleasing to God. But remember, God's glory should be and is preeminent in our lives. I do trust that. Well, I hope you have a good day because today is the day the Lord made. And I really, really hope that today would be a very special, awesome, wonderful, good day for you.